Welcome to a Christmas Story House episode of Exploring Cleveland with Heidi and Tony. Alright, it's that time of year. Yes, it is. Christmas time. My favorite. Is it your favorite holiday? Yes. <laughs> I don't know why that's a question. <laughs> I can tell by your response. I should not have asked. Well, I mean, we usually have our, our Christmas decorations are not up yet, and that's, it's sad. <laughs> They're usually up the day after Halloween. Oh my gosh, that's early. Hey. We have hints of Christmas up all year. Mm. So. What's your anniversary, isn't it, or something? Our anniversary is December 23rd. Oh. Uh, I was going to say the 27th. Yeah. The 23rd, so. Anyways, so we, we want to recap. This is an extension of our last episode because that one ran a little long. A little long. <laughs> we went exploring for the entire day that day. We did. We talked about that we bought the tickets in the morning because we were intending to go to a morning tour of the house. And that didn't happen because they were all sold out. Yes. So we ended up going later that afternoon. Correct. So that's why it's a separate episode. <laughs> okay, so for a Christmas story house, there's a lot of things we have to talk about. There are. It was a great experience. Yes. We're going to go back. Yes. Because we were not able to get a tour. Because we did the last tour of the day so we didn't have a guided tour correct okay. they do have tours it all depends on how many people are there to see the house right so if there's too many people to do the tours they're self-guided yes there are people in the house to answer questions they are very educated on everything a christmas story and they want to answer questions for you they do. They want to tell you things about the movie. They want to tell you things about the items in the home. Every Anything you, you want to ask them, they're going to have an answer for you, I believe. They are very helpful. They are very friendly. Absolutely. So let's tell them about the tickets first. And we did say that we had to go in line and buy the tickets yeah, so just to recap, you are waiting in line to buy your tickets with the people who are buying the merchandise. So if you can and you plan ahead of time, buy your tickets online. Have them mailed to your house, buy your tickets online so that you can avoid waiting in that merchandise line as well. Right, because they're not date stamped, time stamped, or anything like that. They are not. So you could go anytime using those tickets correct and the tickets are only $15 a piece right I mean I think that they're pretty affordable for a novelty thing to do in Cleveland Ohio especially if you have some out-of-town a guest or something uh, someone that you're entertaining from out of town even just if you've never been to the Christmas Story house and you live in Cleveland you should go to spend $15 and go tour the house absolutely I enjoyed it very much even though it was the self-guided tour, and we're going back. Right. 
So there's a lot of fun facts that you can find on the website too. So I don't feel like we're missing out too much because we did go on the website. We did look at some of their fun facts, some of the history of the house. Oh, absolutely. And the fact that they're willing to answer all of the questions or anything that you know you want to know while you're doing the self-guided tour too. I want to hear what they have to say when, when they're doing the tour for us. Parking can be very difficult. It's a nice, very nice little neighborhood there. Mm -hmm. They do have a parking lot, but it's very limited. Right. And probably the overnight guests are parked in the parking lot as well. Correct. So if you heard, again, our previous episode, this is a bit of a recap, but our previous episode, we do talk about the struggles to find parking. You're driving around that little residential neighborhood. You're trying to find street parking. It is all free, but again, especially if you're going at this time of year, you want to make sure you're planning ahead. You want to make sure that you're planning plenty of time for parking, that you're getting your tickets online so you're not having to go to the gift shop, and that you're giving yourself ample time to be at the house for the tour part of the house, the presentation part of the tour, as well as the self-guided tour that you get to do after taking pictures. You're gonna wanna take pictures. You're gonna wanna take pictures with that Red Rider BB gun. You're gonna wanna take pictures in front of the Christmas tree that's there. The leg lamp. Yes, in front of the leg lamp. You're gonna wanna take pictures on the telephone upstairs. So you wanna gonna... give yourself enough time to, to do all of those things. Pick up the phone. <laughs> Yes, so you mentioned that, that the phone has a little recorded message on yes. it. I did not pick up the phone. Yes. So I just want to go back to hear that. Just give yourself plenty of time to find parking as part of your adventure for the day. Right. It does take time. So the hours of operation are only 10 a.m. to 5 p.m. seven days a week. So they are open seven days a week. But during the week, so if you're planning on going after work, they are only open till 5 p.m. So we went on a Saturday, and I think that that was part of the problem as well. Oh, right. Absolutely. Because there's not really a lot of availability during the week. I say we take a day off and just go. I would be willing to do that. <laughs> I'm all for it, too. We're going to go off-season, though. Yes. I agree. But I have been noticing through the live feed. So here's the other thing. Um, it's probably too early to talk about. But if you go to their website, achristmasstoryhouse.com, they have something on there called a live shot. And I do have to admit, I've been a little obsessed. I have been a little obsessed myself. Not quite as obsessed as you. I just don't even know why we need it. But, but you watch it constantly. <laughs> I check in on it. She checks in on it constantly. She, listen, I get text messages at all hours of the day and night. Sharing the live cam. Yes. So constantly. First of all, it's a crystal clear shot. It is. You can zoom in and out. And I, you see people all hours of the day driving up, standing in front of the house, taking a picture and leaving. Yes. You see people doing that constantly. Listen, I was I was watching the live feed the one day, and it looked like somebody was standing on the front porch 
it's it was not somebody standing on the front porch and then it looked like there was something in the backyard like an animal or something well then the other morning we were watching it and there are there were five people in pink bunny suits yes walking from the bumpus house (laughs) to take their tour yes what i was noticing while watching the live feed during the week is that it does seem like during the week earlier in the morning that you can actually park on west 11th street and just walk straight to the house like you don't have to drive around so again we went on a weekend day right that's probably why it was so crowded again we went at the end of the year that's why it's so crowded but that live feed is something else it is it it absolutely (laughs) is it's interesting to check in on i mean any hour it's interesting it is yeah i've looked at it at night i know because you text me (laughs) with the live feed yes she says you know you're a stalker right (laughs) she is all right accessibility Yes, so there is a ramp on the side of the house. Yes. If you're looking at the house, it is on the right side of the house. Correct. There's an actual little gate entrance that you can walk in, and there's a way to get into the house. You can only see the house from the first story, though. Correct. But there's a lot on the first floor. I mean, it's worth getting that access. Yes, I agree. I mean, the second floor just has the kids' room, the telephone, the bathroom, there's like a spare room with... That's roped off. Right, that's roped off so you can't really get in. You can look at the stuff, take pictures and everything like that, but the first floor is really where a lot of the really cool stuff is. Right, the Christmas tree, the Red Rider, the leg lamp. Right. That's all on the first floor. And then when you go out into the backyard, you just go back outside through the entrance you came in, and you can finish the tour through the backyard. Right. So, yeah, I agree. You're not really missing out on much of anything by just being able to go through the first floor of the house. They do have accessibility in the gift shop as well. Yes, and that's huge, too. It's very big. The space is very accommodating. So, along with accessibility, we'd like to talk about bathrooms, right? Yes. And one thing I would like to point out is a Christmas Story house does not have a bathroom in that house. Correct. For you to use during the tour. Right. But the museum and the gift shop both have bathrooms. Both of those bathrooms are pretty big bathrooms to use. Right. So, I just wanted to point that out. They're definitely accommodating. You know, all in all, even though these houses were built, when were they built? Like in the 1800s. Well, yeah. So the the Christmas Story house itself was built in 1895. 1895. Yes. Oh, and that's the one that you can't use the bathroom in. Well, Well, part of the reason you can't use the bathroom there is because you can rent out a Christmas story house. Well, that's not the reason you can't use the bathroom. It's just well, not they part do of the have, tour. Well, they do have two working bathrooms in that house. They do. But the one thing that I was going to say of why you can't use that bathroom is because it's been right. remodeled to look like the movie set. There are four houses on that same block. One is the Bumpus house. One is 
the house that is the gift shop, and one is the house that's the museum, and then of course the Christmas Story house. Those other houses were remodeled and designed per the purpose of what it is. Right. So the gift shop, I believe that that house was even expanded. I believe so too, yes. It's not a house. It's more gift shop. Yes. And it's more open floor plan. Right. They made it to be accessible. The museum also, it's it doesn't resemble a house. It resembles just kind of, it's not as much of an open floor plan, but it's it's more for the museum. They use the different rooms for different things. The Christmas Story House is remodeled to replicate the movie set. Right. Now, as Tony said, there are working bathrooms in that house. They're just not available during the tour. So, you know, if you need to use the restroom, use it while you're waiting in line to buy those tickets. There's plenty of time. Or, right. Or when you're <laughs> buying merchandise from the gift shop or yes. when you're in the museum. Right. And we'll get into more about the Bumpus house a little bit later and cover that. That's an Airbnb. Well, you, we already kind of brought it up because you brought up that you can stay in the house. Now we're talking about the Bumpus house, so I think we should bring it up. Oh, okay. I was going to say the reason why we found out about the bathrooms in the Christmas Story house, because when we were over at the museum after our tour, Keith, the guy who was working the museum at the time, the guy with the red beard. Yes. He said... Did you know that you can spend a night in a Christmas story house? Well, no. You you mentioned to him that there weren't bathrooms. Uh, there wasn't a working bathroom over in that house. And he said, actually, there are two working bathrooms. Well, no. Uh, what I remember saying is, well, why would I spend a night in that house if it doesn't have a bathroom? That's how I remember the conversation going. Because he said, did you know you can spend a night? And I said, well, why the heck would I spend a night in a house that doesn't have a bathroom? That's what I said. Oh, okay. (laughs) And he said, well, actually, there are two working bathrooms in that house. Okay. They are behind the locked doors that you were trying to get into while you were touring the house. Yes, I I mentioned that I did try to open every single door that was closed (laughs) in, in the Christmas story house. Right. So, apparently, they've turned... Ralphie's house, his childhood home, into an Airbnb. And there is a whole other part of that house that we, the tourists, do not have access to. One of which is a state-of-the-art kitchen, he said. Right. That's on the second floor next to the bathroom where Ralphie gets the soap put in his mouth. Where Ralphie decodes the message of Little Orphan Annie. Right. Which says... Don't forget to drink your Ovaltine. Right. So right past that bathroom is a door with an electronic keypad. Yes, that's the only door that I did not try to open. <laughs> Apparently behind that door is a state-of-the-art kitchen, and there's a third floor or an attic where there's a king-size bed. Okay, so yeah, so you can spend the night in this house. Uh, check-in time is at... 3 p.m. 3 p.m., Checkout time is at 11 a.m. There's different rates for the house. For specific times of the year. Right. There's certain holidays that they do require you to spend a minimum of two nights in the house. Right, because they're closed for those specific holidays. 
Now, the Bumpus House right. is another Airbnb that they rent out. The blue house that literally is right next door, and they have the shared parking lot. These right. two houses. There are two separate Floors. rentals. Yeah. There's the second floor and the first floor. The first floor sleeps four. The second floor sleeps six. I would recommend checking online for those dates and rates. Okay, so the Bumpus House, they have two different suites, like you had mentioned. One is called the Stolen Turkey Suites, and the other suite is called the Hound Dog Haven Suites. And that suite is on the first floor, and that suite is a suite that's handicap accessible. So just to keep in mind with accessibility, yes. you, you would want to get the Hound Dog Haven Suites. But again, the check-in and check-out times are the same. Their prices are different from the Christmas Story House, but they do have the same kind of requirements of the two-night minimum stay on the holidays. He did mention, though, that the Bumpus House does not have a kitchen. It has things like a toaster oven. I think he said specifically the second floor. Well, here's what I have to say. If you're spending the night in Tremont, go eat locally. Right. Absolutely. They have some wonderful restaurants over there. They do. And they're inexpensive and it's great food. Yes. Yes. So I would definitely go and explore Tremont. And... If you don't want to do Tremont, Cleveland is not far from Tremont. So if you had a Cleveland restaurant in mind or even somewhere in Ohio City, any of those places are very close and definitely worth going. Absolutely. So who cares if there's a kitchen or not? I'm not going to go bring all my groceries to a Christmas story house and cook up a meal. I would rather just eat local and support a local business. Oh, absolutely. Go big. If you're going to do it, go big. That's what I have to say. Absolutely. That's what I'm doing. So in regards to the hours, like I said, they are open seven days a week, 10 a.m. to 5 p.m. You do want to keep in mind that they are closed for major holidays. Right. If you're wondering what those holidays are, check it out on their website. Uh, It is listed. And they are also closed for the last two weeks in February. The last two full weeks. Yes, For yearly house maintenance, if you will. One thing I'll say about a Christmas Story house, it has really nice curb appeal. Everything is very manicured. Well, it should be. I'm just saying it looks very nice. I was impressed. Like, all of their bushes are very uniform. Did you notice? I wasn't looking at the bushes. Oh, I like them. Oh, because you look at the gosh darn live feed every 30 seconds. Yeah. (laughs) I watch the live feed, but not that much. In regards to the live feed, too, you were looking at it the other night because I told you, I said, oh, somebody's spending the night in the house because the light in the attic is on. (laughs) And Ralphie and Randy, their bedroom, the, the curtains were closed. So that's another cool thing about spending the night in the house, too. You can actually sleep in that bedroom where Ralphie and Randy, where their beds are. Right, I'm and sure we did see there, when, well, they might might have. No, because those scenes were shot in Toronto. Oh, no, you you meant the boys in yeah. the movie. No, I'm, they, they yeah, didn't yeah. sleep there. Hopefully the mattresses have been updated. <laughs> I'm sure they I'm sure they were. So when you're in the Christmas story house looking in, there, in the rooms, 
there are signs on the bed that say, you know, don't lay on the beds. Right. But when we were leaving. Because somebody else is spending the night in that bed. (laughs) Well, but when we were leaving, we could see them changing the bedding. Right. When we, you know, they close at five o'clock and we were, we were leaving at five o'clock and they were changing the bedding on those beds. You know what I'm wondering? Do you think that there's a separate entrance for the Airbnb? I bet you there is. I bet you they don't go through the tour part of the house. I'm sure they don't. Right. Anyways, we should take a break. We'll be right back after these short messages. If you like this podcast, please like, subscribe, share, and leave a review. If you visit any of the places that we've talked about, let us know about your adventures on our social media pages. Exploring Cleveland with Heidi and Tony on Facebook and Instagram. We look forward to seeing your comments. Now let's get back to our adventures. And welcome back. So you guys watch A Christmas Story? Every year? Every Multiple year. times, you said? Oh, yeah. Over and over. How about you? My top two, without a doubt, are A Christmas Story and Christmas Vacation. Oh, yeah. That's... I love Christmas Vacation. Absolutely. I love both of those movies. So, Christmas Story is based off of a book, and the majority of the movie is shot in Toronto, but... The exterior shots are shot in parts of Cleveland. You see the exterior parts of the house, like especially when they're showcasing the major award in the window, right? Yes. I think also he said the driveway scene when the Bumpus dogs come running over. When the boys are running on West 11th Street, right? the boys are running that major snow that is hit... I bet you, I don't know this for a fact, but I bet you that that snow is real. Because we get that in Cleveland, just in case you're all wondering. The parade, that was filmed downtown. Mm -hmm. Ralphie, when he went to see Santa. Right. That was in Higby's. Right. And that slide is now at Castle Noel in Medina. Can't wait to go see that. We're going to do that in February. That sounds great. So stay tuned. And the reason why we're doing that in February is because Medina Ice Sculptures are on the square. It's February 18th through the 20th, I think. Um, Yeah, so that Castle Noel has that slide, and you can go down the slide. When you're done with your tour at Castle Noel, you finish your tour by going down the slide. All right, so then in December of 2004, the house gets put on eBay. For sale. For sale. And it says, buy this house and relive Ralphie's adventures in the original house from the movie A Christmas Story, the number one Christmas movie of all time. Still attracts hundreds of people. Here's the thing, and the ad goes on a little bit more. When this movie was first made, it was not the number one movie of all time. No. It was it was considered a bomb. Like it, yes. it was not a good movie. So the original listing price of the home was listed for $99,900. Right. And Brian Jones, who lived in California at the time, contacted the seller of the home and said, I will give you $150,000 for the house. Please take it off eBay right now. 
And when he did that, you can go on the website and see this original ad, and it shows pictures of the house from 2004. The house looks nothing like the movie. No. Like I was saying to you, Tony, if I had seen this eBay ad and known, like, they're, they're saying a Christmas story house is somewhere on the street, I don't know that I would have picked up on it. Right. Because the siding is different. Like, it, it just doesn't look like the house. Right. And then Brian Jones comes in. He totally brings it back to life. Right. So he purchased the home in 2004, does all these renovations to it in 2005, and then in 2006 is the grand opening. The gift shop opened up in 2008. 2013, they expanded the gift shop. And the Bumpus House opened in 2018. So I'm assuming that the museum opened up around the same time as the house itself. That's just an assumption based on the information that I got. Okay. At the house. But you know who would know this information? Keith. Keith would know this information. He would. Go to the house or Eric. Yes. Go to the house, talk to Keith or Eric, because let me just tell you, they're remarkable. I could have stood there and talked to Keith for hours, I think. Well, if we had gotten there earlier, we could have. Yeah. No, really, we could have. And probably, Our time was cut short. And probably Eric, too. Eric was in the Christmas Story house, and Keith was in the museum, and it was, you know, 15 minutes before they were getting ready to close. So there, weren't, there was really nobody there. Right. So we were able to talk with Keith one-on-one. Right. In the um, museum, they have all this memorabilia from the movie. They have Polaroid photos, pictures they took of the actors in the movie from the set, which I thought was really awesome. They have scripts there, right? The scripts of the movie. The script is, is there. They have the robe that the mom wore. They have a lot of the clothes that were worn in the movie, the outfits that they wore at the Chinese restaurant, mm-hmm. the the staff at the Chinese restaurant. They have those. Oh, they have the blackboard from the classroom. I really enjoyed that. Oh, we wanted to bring up the, the pop, the soda. Nihai was a popular soda company in the 1930s and 1940s and known for sponsoring puzzle contests. The knee-high logo was Gene Shepard's inspiration for the leg lamp. This information is in the museum, and you'll find a photo next to that information, and you will see why it inspired the leg lamp. Yes. I'm glad you took a picture of that. We'll put that picture on our social media. And let's talk about the leg lamps, because I don't think that we mentioned it. We did not. If you do not purchase a leg lamp from a Christmas story house, it's a fake. Correct. Because they've trademarked them. Yes. There's different sizes of leg lamps that you can buy. And you'll see the legs actually are different in the lamps. One, like her knee is a little bent. The stockings are a little different. One actually has a butt cheek. Yes. Or part of. You can see the, the bottom part of it. Right. If you buy the, the larger leg lamp, you can actually add on the crate. Correct. And we actually were at the gift shop while they were carting one of these around (laughs) in the gift shop. Yes, in the wooden crate. Right. You can check out the merchandise on their website or go to the gift shop. 
Right. I mean, you don't have to pay anything to go into the gift shop. No. So you can go in there anytime while they're open between 10 and 5. Right. And they have... Check it out. And they have memorabilia from Elf. They have memorabilia from Christmas Vacation. Yes. They even had Nightmare Before Christmas. Yeah. All right. So we highly recommend this adventure. We are going to go back. We're going to take a day off during the week, during the off season, and go back. Yes. And and actually get the full length tour. Right. But we recommend that you guys check it out. And uh, happy holidays. Leave some feedback for us. Let us know what you think about it. Yeah. And if we miss something, tell us about it. So when we go back, we can check it out. Yeah. So guys, follow us on social media and please start letting us know what you're thinking. Please. If there's somewhere you want us to visit, we'd love to hear back from you guys. Thanks for listening. Merry Christmas. Exploring Cleveland was created and produced by Heidi Johnson and Tony Gambino. Please contact us if you are a listener and have suggestions of where we should go next, or if you are a local business that would like to advertise on our podcast, please email us at exploringclevelandht at gmail.com. All rights reserved. Don't shoot your eye out.